Previously on Night's Quest. And as far as getting to the Oasis, you have a map. Yeah. Um, but even now, you kind of have that gut feeling. If you were just to start walking in the desert without even thinking about it, you would end up walking there. I told you not to get involved in this, alright? I'm leaving. I'm getting out of your city, you stupid, beautiful looking man. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> we follow Grorg, Jonathan, Eloise, Leroy, their menagerie of pets, and Rainer as they head off into the desert to their new adventures. And they continue walk schmest Hey everyone! Huh? Night's Quest. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey. Night's Quest after hours. Oh my goodness, guys! Guess what? What? It's 2020. It is. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I feel so different because we're in the future. We've discussed this. It's fine. Yeah, it's 2020, and that's crazy. I actually bought a special bracelet for this event. Really? Yes. Wait, okay. I'm wearing it in the future. Oh. I did. Will have a great Christmas. I hope I'll have a great Christmas. Yes. Guys, look at all the things I got. Right? Wow. Whoa! I wanted one of those. Wow, isn't that cool? Wow. Hey, audience, let me tell you what. It is a really cool episode. Let me share it with you. (laughs) Please put jingle bells in it. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you moved your hand physically in the real world when you said that. (laughs) It was to usher in the jingle bells, Jamie put that in. (laughs) Of course. Stop. Stop putting those in, Jamie. I don't know if GarageBand has jingle bells. I'm limited. I was blocked on my way to this recording session by a Christmas train. The Christmas train sounds like a really shitty Hallmark movie. It sounds like a shitty Indian reboot of the Polar Express. (laughs) Christmas train. Whoa. Oh, that's awesome. I want to make this movie now. Oh, God. Ah, Welcome back to Night's Quest. Um, we've, We've left the gate. Yes. We did it. <laughs> um, which means it's time for... They said tr- we could never do it. <laughs> they did say that. They did say that. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they did it. It couldn't be done. I couldn't leave it. <laughs> but now it's time for a travel episode, which we haven't had all season. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. So veteran listeners I mean, will argue we had a travel episode, episode one. Mm, but not like this. You see, no. when we do a travel episode, do what's right. going to happen... It's a, it's a little different from our normal episode. Should we show them why? I think we should. So here's here's why the traveling yeah. episode is different. Yes. In our normal episodes, we take about, I don't know, 100 episodes to get through an hour of real game time. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like that's necessarily true. Um, but Those the tra- veteran listeners will know. <laughs> Those veterans will know. All of season one was just 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it's not that long. But in, in the travel episodes, we rush through the time so we can actually get to the place that we're going. How that works is one character is going to set the pace of the travel. Set the pace. And but. so there are three different paces that 
they can pick, and each pace will impact A, how far they go, B, what they're able to do while they travel, and C, how tired they get. What are those paces, Nathan? Well, the fastest pace you can go is a rushed <laughs> pace, where you will go 30 miles in a day. When you go rushed pace, you can't do any activities while you're traveling, because you're just moving, you're booking, you're cruising. Uh, and at the end of the day, you will be tired, and that could impact you in the long run if you take uh, a bunch of rushed paces. But you'll get where you're going real quick, so that's a, that's a rushed pace. Middle one is the normal pace, where you go 25 miles in an hour. Not an hour. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in a day. You go 25 <laughs> miles in a day. Amazing. And you are able to do some light activities, things you could do while you're traveling. So maybe this is a conversation with someone. Maybe you're working on your music while you walk. Maybe you're fidgeting with something or making something while you're moving. But it has to be something while you get from A to B. And at the end of that, you will be slightly sore, but you won't be like beat. You know, you just, you walked. And then the last one is a leisurely pace where you move 20 miles in a day. You can do any activity you want. This could include stuff that you have to stop. So maybe you're practicing your fighting or you're foraging or looking for something. You have to stop to build something. It could be pretty much whatever you want by that point. And you will not get tired. In fact, you will rest up from um, maybe rushed days of travel. And so those are the three paces. We will pick a pace depending upon what type of activities we do. Every character will say what they do that day. And, of course, whoever sets the pace will roll a d20, an upgrade from last season, which was just a d12. They roll a d20 to determine what encounter they face during the day. Um, Some of them are are nothing. They will roll the dice and (laughs) nothing will happen because, you know, sometimes that's how it is. But some of them are pretty crazy. And I came up with a brand new encounter chart just for the Gatan Desert. Um, so that is fun. really exciting. I'm not going to lie. One other change that's going to be different from uh, traveling in season one is we're not going to do it one day by one day, but I'm going to chunk it into into three day chunks. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, just because we will be traveling a lot farther than yeah, we would. That was a question that um, I had had for you, and I can ask it later. But yeah, so we're going to be traveling a lot farther. Uh, than, we, than we were in Glenwood. So just so we don't have like six traveling episodes, <laughs> I'm going to have it be in chunks of three days. So the travel will be rushes 90 miles in three days, normal 75 miles in three days, leisurely 60 miles in three days. Okay. Uh, and then obviously when you guys are describing your scene, you're going to be doing said thing for, you know, maybe you're not actually doing it for three days, but <laughs> that's the thing you do for at least a good chunk of that time. Right. Um, and obviously for conversations, we're just going to get a snippet of that conversation that you have with a person. We're not going to get three days worth of conversations. Are you sure course. about that? <laughs> yep, I am. I am sure of that. But yeah, so it's pretty exciting. I don't know what things we're exactly going to encounter because the the fate of the dice shall determine it. And I don't know what you guys are going to do, so this will be fun. We're excited. So Ooh, we already established that Jonathan yep. yes. is going to be setting the first pace. What pace are we going to kick this thing off with? Well, so my, my question is, aren't we leaving in, like, the afternoon? Because yeah. I, I feel like we were leaving the gate, like, as the sun was going down. Yeah, so you're not going to get very far that no, first so, day. But, right. again, we're, this is a three-day chunk. Right, yeah. I, I would say Jonathan's pretty excited because he knows where they're going. Kind of. I think he's, I think he's like, still kind of feeling a little weird about this new purpose that he has of, like, guiding the party to the Oasis because... He technically knows where they're going, but if somebody were to ask him, like, oh, like, what's next? He'd just be like, I mean, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to go this way, because that's, <laughs> yes. So. Listen to your heart. Yeah, that. so I feel like he's, I feel like he's pretty stoked, and so I feel like the, the initial, like, newness of the the thing, they're, they're gunning. So Rush. Rush base? Yeah. Rush base! Okay. Well, that makes these first three days easy. You guys travel 
I'll say 90 miles because we're being generous. I would say less than that because, like you said, we're leaving in the afternoon on the first day. Fine. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks, Jake. You, no, uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I, you, I feel like we can't get very far. The, very, desert, the you, desert gets cold at night. You deftly and efficiently uh, impeded our progress. Thank you for that. That's, 85. You happy? Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, baby. Jonathan giveth and taketh away. <laughs> well, then, because that is the case, we will not be having any player scenes, but still roll us a d20 to see if any events happen on this first day. As a seven. Lucky number seven. Okay. I think at some point during, uh, maybe like during one of the, one of the dusks, I think at some point Rainer is like, Jonathan, look how, look how long our shadows are behind us. And they both turn to look and there's no shadows there. And he's just like, Hey, (laughs) that's very good. (laughs) Uh, okay. So on these days, uh, these first few days, as you, as you are um, heading on to the desert, I think, since it is our first days actually traveling, I'll just give us that, do some scenes in, in that regard of like how are our characters handling the desert? Because this is their first time just like walking through the open desert. And so you quickly leave with the gate behind you. You know, you can see the arch sticking up for a couple hours, but after that, it just becomes flat sand everywhere. And everyone just is kind of trusting Jonathan. Uh-huh. <laughs> a new experience for some, uh, <laughs> including <bit>. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sure you know they're not able to make a fire at night because one, there's not wood that you can collect to make a fire. Two, we lost the spark pick and our wizard that can shoot fireballs. Yeah, so, um, Ooh. yeah. We won't be making little campfires uh, as easily anyway. As easily. Also, yeah. where are we going to get wood? That's what I just said. There's no he, wood. He did. Yeah, I'm just reiterating that. Yeah. But we're gonna get it. You're not gonna. So this is gonna be a dumb question. Is this the kind of desert that is just sand, or are we seeing other stuff like little brush things like that, or literally just sand dunes and that's it? You know? Yeah. As of right now, it has been pretty much just like open sand. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, the desert is probably more complex than that, but mm-hmm. you're in a section right now that's just open. No, for sure. Flat sand. Eloise hates that. Yeah. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. I... Damn it. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got it out of the way early. Yeah, yeah. And the heat is just murder on her hair. Yeah. Oh, man. It's dry in the day and then at night it gets cool. It's, it's still dry. freezing at night. Yeah, you are a resident desert expert yeah. among the three of us. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, the temperature drops below zero in the desert every night. Wow. So, like, it gets cold. Now, thankfully, you know, Gorg, Jonathan, the guys, you know, they all stocked up. Yeah, and supplies they would need. Also, like the Gatan Desert doesn't have to be like a normal desert. It can get like just kind of cool and like tepid at, at night. But, yeah, like, it's definitely not freezing here. Okay, yeah, um, but it is definitely you will want to bundle up a little yeah. bit, yeah. right, 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 because it's cold. Yeah. Um. So those first few days are like that. On the second day of travel, uh, you guys do encounter something though. Okay. Um, within the sands, and it is. It looks like there's something in like like sticking out of the sand, mm. and as you get closer, it is some crates, a couple of crates sticking out, and they're kind of just like half submerged in the sand. And it seems that the sand around it seems to be shimmering and glistening in different colors. Um, okay, experience. What do you do? Well, I mean, Jonathan's like leading the way, so I think he like runs up and starts to like bust open some crates. Is there? Is there any sign of how they would have gotten here? Like, anything near them? Like, uh, just crates in the sand is a very funny picture to me. Yeah, there's kind of like 
sticking out like the sand is kind of like blown over them a little bit. Weird. So if there was okay. like tracks or something, they've been blown oh, away yeah. in, in the wind. Huh. Um, Jonathan, as you get closer, um, the crunching of glass beneath your feet mm. is heard. And when you, what are you popping open the crate with? Your My, versomatic? Uh, yeah, but just the pick end. Uh, yeah, as you pop it open and inside is some broken glass and wear. Well, not all of it's broken, but a, a good chunk of it is. And there's also some padding material, like straw, uh, in there. This is clearly some kind of container for someone's merchandise that they either intentionally left behind or didn't, that's just left here in the desert. Is there any sort of markings on the crates? Uh, yes, there is. What is it? (laughs) What? Are you asking me? Yes. (laughs) Uh... That was confusing. Yes. So yeah, Jonathan's looking around the crates, and on one of the sides of the crates, there is there is some Terevian writing on there, but then there's like the main insignia on the crate is, there's like a border, and then inside that there's the letter A, and then an arrow that points to the letter B. It's some sort of merchant service. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, okay. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you just made up an Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> they take things from A to B. Uh, right. but, but A to B or A and B are like real places that are just sure. called that. <laughs> yeah, they they were getting very lazy with their naming of the towns. It would take you from A to B, uh, town A. It's not a metaphor. And town B. So I think I think Jonathan Shit, probably uh. just for for kicks tries to whack some of the the glass pieces with his reverse matic. Yes. Oh yeah! Hell I wanted, yes! I wanted, I wanted to suggest That's, this. We haven't busted out the reversal matic all season. Do we need to like? Do we need to like explain it? Yeah, anything? the reversal matic. You hit it, and it. Well, we'll. How about we'll show? We'll that. show not tell. There we we'll go. We'll show not tell. I so like yeah. It. So yeah, roll an attack roll on the the broken glass. Hell yeah! That's a twenty-five. Oh my okay, god! Yeah. yeah, you you you. I mean, you used it to like open up the crate. You see it, and then you hit it. And yeah, I then, think the whole time he's like whistling. Like he's like <laughs> his lips are very dry. Now he's, were you were you aiming just for glassware like the whole thing? Um I think he probably cuz he's like again he's like having a good day he's like <laughs> and he like swings it and probably like gouges up a bit of the sand so, and so he like hits some glass on the way and then like ends up whacking the crate accidentally just like oh, oh wait. Okay. So you're basically the dwarves from Snow White. Yes. <laughs> like singing so what, hi-ho, hi-ho. Yes. So what happens is <laughs> but sing, the glass <laughs> shards that are in the sand all kind of swing yeah. back into the crate then the crate Closes up again. Oh, shit. And then the sand kind of dusts off of it. So it's just a, a neat <laughs> stack of three crates. <laughs> and I think Jonathan turns to everyone and goes, eh? Oh, that was, that was cool. Goes, what was in it, though? Oh, hold on. And he, like, goes to pry one of the sides open again. <laughs> Props it up and, oh, okay. It's just yeah, glass. I feel, right. like, I feel like the reverse of thing it just goes, like, one step further than we needed to. Yeah, it so, does tend to do that. So what's in it? <laughs> It's just, like, different glass materials, like, there's vases and bowls. Okay, I literally thought you were going to say it was just, like, panes of glass, like, flat, like, square (laughs) pieces No, no, no. I think the most interesting in there is there seems to be some kind of, like, glass tobacco pipe. Oh. Like, little glass animals. So there's glass fumbles. Oh. And there's glass husses. Um, And there's some other creatures that you don't, like, know the names of, but they they look fake. Um, And we might, I might describe them later when we see them, so... Um, little glass birds, and it just seems can like I, all kinds of different. Can I take one now, and then later on, when we come up with a new animal, <laughs> say that's the one I took? 
Sure. Yes. <laughs> Rainer takes. So we're wait, what we're doing is we're pre retconning. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to describe this thing that you're picking up. No. and that will then become the animal. No, 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 no. I'm saying later okay. on we'll find a new creature, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna cash in I this gotcha. earlier thing. I'm gonna be like, that's the one I took. No, Jamie. Rainer, Rainer grabs the most interesting and obscure <laughs> yeah. glass thing. He no, can Jamie. Yeah. What you got to do? Yeah. Is we'll probably describe multiple creatures, yep. and every time I'll be like, is this the one? And you go, no, no, no. This isn't it. <laughs> this isn't the glass creature. And then you're like, this one. I want this one. So write it down in your inventory. Glass creature. Glass. Perfect. Um, does anyone else take Mysterious. any glass stuff from the from the crates? Eloise. Yes. Or... Uh, Eloise uh, takes a pair of glass. I don't know if they're intended to be used this way, but they they look almost like chopsticks, but a little bit thicker. Hmm. Um, and she takes a pair of those and um, uses them to put her hair up in a bun cool. and keeps it up in a way. Nice. Uh, Leroy looks l- inside and he goes, "There's no glass bread in here." Have you ever like? Have you ever seen glass? Is that a thing? Is glass bread a thing? Well, no, but I thought if it was gonna be somewhere, be right here. I mean, I do have bread in glass, and he holds out the little yes. glass orb Bartuk gave yes. him with a piece of bread in it. Never forget this. The forever mm. bread. The yep. forever bread. Yep. I would argue that's the real glass bread. Anything <laughs> else is just a fake. All right. Well, thank you, Rainer. I think I think Jonathan probably like looks in the crate and he sees like like vases and glassware, like glasses and like other glass objects and little statues and cups and goes like, "Everybody good? Everybody good? We got everybody got anything they want?" Yeah, I'm pretty, any I don't of it, need to carry a bunch of glass around. Yeah, I guess would any of it be practically helpful for our journey at all? I doubt it. Right? I mean, we've got all the survival shit. We got water. We have six water, at least. <laughs> well, we've, yes, at least. We've got all... We have insert things that we would need to survive here. We've got that. Guys, we were real busy last episode. We didn't have time to be like, okay, what would the we actually need? This isn't like happening. This wasn't like Oregon Trail where you're like at the beginning where you're like, hmm, do I want the oxen or I the need, horse? I need four steak. Do I need the ammunition? Am I going to be doing much hunting? All of my meat is downriver. I need ammunition. Right. Yep. We just have the stuff we need, so thank you. All right, so oh, Jonathan shit, goes, Rainer got dysentery. John, <laughs> so Jonathan goes, okay, we good? we're good? Okay. Mm. And then he takes the side, like the biggest, widest side of the pickaxe, just smashes it all. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Just for fun? Just you know, for fun. Give me a roll. Give me an attack Whoa. roll on the glass one more time, just because uh, this is a thing happening. 14. Okay, I mean, yeah, you break the glass. You don't get all of it broken. Yeah. I think you get through like one crate and you just slash it all up and yeah. And he stands back and goes, Yes. So basically what <laughs> you're saying is we're just gonna leave it as we found it. Huh? What? Alright, I like that thinking. Leave things as you found them. Oh yeah. That's oh, I guess smart. he's not wrong. Yeah. Okay, sure. All right. Yeah. No. Well we gotta keep moving, right? I'm gonna, got... I'm gonna start walking this way. Yeah, we're allowed feels, cover. feels yep. right. Feels okay. Good. So it's been after uh, three days now of traveling, and everyone's feeling they're feeling it. You guys haven't been traveling much. I mean, obviously you've been in the gate and the rush right. pace. So it's now time to set the next pace. Jonathan, are you continuing to set the pace? Yes. Okay. It's not going to be rushed this time. Okay. What pace are we going at for this next? Uh, I think after chunk? like a three day like sprint through the desert, not sprint obviously, but like hardcore. I think he's like, okay, I think uh, maybe I uh, underestimated how big this desert was. <laughs> I, I realize now that it is a very large desert. We do have a map. It it's is, true. It is me. <laughs> no, but like, the Grog, Grog pulls out the actual map you own. So I was charting where we've been going by looking at the stars. 
and we've only gone this far. <laughs> he like, you know, draws it out and he's like, and we've probably got maybe about, oh, at least four times as far to go. Well, right. it's still not terrible. I, mean, we've been walking I was expecting three... you to say like two months. We've been walking for three days, so <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe That's another twelve days. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe at least. Let's just take it easy. We'll we'll yeah. We don't want to like burn out. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. I'm I hope impressed. So. I'm impressed that you guys are able to follow this map when like we don't really have many features to go by in this That's desert. Why I'm using the stars. That's why I'm going this way. <laughs> <laughs> And Jonathan sets a leisurely pace. At the, at the beginning right. of this trip, Rainer had it in his head of like, we came from that way. That's where the gate is. We're going this way. I got it. I can visualize it. It's fine. That lasted like a day. And now he is completely lost in the wind. And he's just like, <laughs> he just has to like blindly trust Jonathan because he has no idea where anything is. And but, he's just like, but Rainer, okay, we do know the Schmeest and the Schmest. I don't think I do, to be completely honest. Like... I know I said I did, but... <laughs> Jonathan's like, is this the opposites thing? What? Is... That's that's the question. That's the... Leroy, if I told you to point Schmest... Yeah. What would you do? That's the direction we've been walking. Schmest. Are you sure? <laughs> that's what they said at the end of the last episode. <laughs> it's true. Oh, damn it. Okay. Jake, roll another right. d20 for our event table. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tomb, my dude. Okay. All right, everyone tell me what you do for your leisurely day. Oh, I travel. got this. I know. I don't know what to do And as time. always, if if it's a good thing that you say you do, I will reward your character with either a skill buff or some other kind of reward. Well, Rainer, if you're ready, take it away. I think Raider is going to try. If Leroy's, if Leroy's here for it, I think he's going to try to teach Leroy how to play the ocarina a little bit. Oh, boy. Okay. If he wants to. I mean, if he does it, obviously I'll find other shit to do. Oh boy! I mean, yeah, Leroy's gonna be down. All right. It's, it's <laughs> like very. Basic. I started becoming Leroy mid that sentence. Of course, Leroy would be down. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roll for music. Roll for teaching. Fifteen. Okay. You begin. Not te- the best, not the worst. You begin to teach Leroy how to play the ocarina. Yeah. Uh, what song do you teach him first? Uh, is it just like I a, know what song you shouldn't teach him? First? Is there just like a simple? <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind, though. <laughs> is there just like um, a simple like training song? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. My um, favorite part of learning to play the saxophone was my teacher showing me the training song. <laughs> <laughs> it's called scales, Nathan. <laughs> Sometimes it's the fucking scales. <laughs> No, it's just, uh, this is, it's, it's a really simple song. There's only like, uh, three notes, but it's fun because Leroy would probably like it. It's fun because you can like, you can like do the, the little, the, whatever you call the note divisions. You can do them really fast. Mm. And the song is just called Sandstorm. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) See, I was expecting a hot cross buns. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I see what just happened here. <laughs> and let me guess the song goes something like do 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 This is one of those moments where like This is like one of those moments where like the good part of my brain was like you probably shouldn't do this thing and the other part of my brain It's our third Darude Sandstone reference this We're in a desert and 
we're in a desert and it's a show about music. We haven't even had our actual first sandstorm yet. No, we haven't. That's the thing. It's kind of maybe that's what the song does. It's gonna kind of come eventually. Don't don't tell me you have a song that some. No, you don't have that. It's called the Song of Storms, and that's definitely a ripoff. All right. So Leroy, uh, he he enjoys learning. <laughs> Do you uh, want me to make up a different song? No, it's too late. <laughs> We're in this now. Uh, he enjoys learning... Don't be rude. Hey. The rude sandstorm. No, oh, yeah. He enjoys learning how to play the ocarina. Yeah. He's not fantastic, but he is able to learn this very simple song of a couple notes. Yeah. And it does get annoying after of a while. Course. And you're glad Salazar isn't with you on this trip because he might have... Like, lost all his progress. Of course. <laughs> he had to just listen to Leroy play this song over and over again. Uh, Somewhere in the distance, someone is yelling, please! Whenever Leroy hits, like, a really high note, like, chub, kind of, like, just, like, looking around, like, what was that? <laughs> Your reward is... Are you sure you want to reward that? You I know, wouldn't reward write that. Write down that you have the song Sandstorm. <laughs> That's an official song that you have. Hell yeah. And maybe something will come of it. Yeah, I'll distract enemies by being annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's what it does. It's annoying <laughs> as hell. That is the, that is the effect this Supernaturally annoying as hell. It is supernaturally annoying as hell. Just like Sam. What does everyone else do? I feel like I contributed. Um, <laughs> Eloise uh, rifles through um, Jonathan's disguise kit to find oh, nice. suitable desert garments for everyone. Mm. Lots of, like, long sleeves and headscarves and things to keep the sun off of you. So. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm going to have you roll something. Uh, have Eloise roll survival. Uh, it's a 15. Okay. Um, she's able to find garb that will appropriately work with everyone. Um, plus, they're able to use the stuff that they, they bought earlier. Oh, so yeah. now, everyone on your resistance, add plus two to desert stuff. Oh, cool. So if there ever was a sandstorm or something else related to deserts, you know, have more resistance to that. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. If you had uh, rolled a low number on survival, you would have fallen into the disguise kit and died. Yeah, fun fact. You yeah, become fun fact. the disguise. You become the disguise. Um, <laughs> the master of it. Oh, my goodness. Um, there it is. Grog, he spends his time with PB. Yay. Yeah, you know, he loves bats. And oh, yeah. So he spends some time bonding with PB. And they hang out, and he shares his six water with PB. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have Grog roll camaraderie to see. Oh, he doesn't have any. It's, it's zero. Se- that doesn't seem right. He's a very sociable guy. I, but I think that was forced on him. Oh, he man. rolls 17, oh. and Whoa. so his reward will be he learns some camaraderie. Hey. Yep, yep, that checks so out. So we'll give him In one. In the most unlikely place. <laughs> PB is probably not super down with the desert. Like, that isn't... Do yeah. bats, live, bats don't live in the desert, I, I don't think. There's not a lot that lives in the desert. Yeah. Not much. That's why it's a desert. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about Jonathan? Jonathan's loving the desert. For, for Not because it's the desert, but because it's not the gate. And also, <laughs> he doesn't have to try. He literally just knows that if he just continues walking in the direction he's walking, he will get to where he's going. And he's super stoked about that. So he's just kind of like drinking it all well. Not not drinking at all. Not drinking much. But he's he's <laughs> he's like observing everything there is about the desert yeah. and like talking to everyone in the group. He's like he's not he's not like worried about anything at the moment. He's just kind of he's just walking. He's just enjoying the desert. I don't know. I guess. I... <laughs> um, that's not really an activity. That's not a, that's you just walked. Yeah. No. You're going at a leisurely pace. So you can like sit down and like yeah hang out. 
You know what? Uh, Jonathan begins collecting shiny rocks. He's a miner. Okay. Why do I always feel like when we travel, Jonathan does the worst shit? (laughs) (laughs) Like, he spent one time looking just for a smooth rock. He was looking for a whetstone to sharpen his thing. He spent one time just, like, hitting himself in the head with his helmet. (laughs) I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That's what I would do. Yeah, you're right. I've already done looking for rocks. It's tough because it's a desert. You know what? Uh, No, Jonathan is looking for more, like, potential lost cargo. Okay. Like, the whole time he's walking, he's on the lookout for lost cargo. Okay. Roll a survival, then. No, awareness. Do awareness. Uh, it's 11. Okay, you don't find any. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry to say, not today. Leroy, I mean, I guess he is working on, on the music. Right. Uh, will be his thing. So now he's going to gain the music stat. Oh, nice. Uh, so he has that as an option. Uh, it's not great, but he has... Plus zero to music in general, but a plus one to ocarina. Yeah, and now now the idea is in our heads of him like picking up something different yeah. in the future and carving his own musical. Leo is a man of many many trades. <laughs> okay, he'll make an instrument out of bread. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, we, fun fun fact, friends. We just recently all watched a video of a guy who turned gourds into ocarina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And played all star. <laughs> that was amazing. He's the guy that did that on a TED Talk. He just turned vegetables into various instruments. Uh, of course. So, all right, so that's our um, second chunk of time. We've now been traveling for six days. Uh, everyone's gotten kind of used to traveling. They've gotten into routines, especially after that leisurely travel. Everyone's kind of like, okay, this is it. This is what we're doing. Uh, I think Grorg and Leroy have gotten in a habit of, of tracing where they've been going. Mainly Leroy's doing the tracing and Grorg's doing the figuring out where they are. Uh <laughs> By looking at the stars, which I'll say this as just kind of like a free thing. The stars have been beautiful out here because you are just out. There is nothing blocking your coverage. You know, it's not trees or anything. And at night, you don't really have anywhere else to look, but just up at the stars. And they are just beautiful. And you're able to see all of them versus when you were in the gate. The building's kind of blocked out some of them. And if the moon is out, it makes a really interesting contrast of the sand on the ground kind of twinkles a little bit in the moonlight and then the, the sky above you uh, sparkles with the stars man yeah does no, does that also mm-hmm. mean that our second chunk of time did not have any encounters that's correct okay yep. cool alright it's now for the th- time for the third chunk who is setting the pace I think Rainer will do it this time Okay. Hell yeah. Rainer is gonna take a normal pace. Normal pace. Yeah. Average pace. Yep. Nothing special pace. All right. Yep. Then, Rainer, you get to roll the <laughs> That's D20. That's the average pace. <laughs> <laughs> you get to roll the D20 of many special things. That was seven. Again? Yeah. Should I roll again? That's kind of boring. Mm. You find three crates. <laughs> Also filled with broken glass. Guys, I think we're going in a circle. Uh, nope, uh, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. Now, this fate fate has decided it's a seven, but don't worry. Okay. Seven's one of those few ones that actually has like a subsection under it. Oh, shit. So we're good. All right, um, what does everyone do in the normal pace? Again, these are things you can do while you travel. So music practice would still fit under that. Um, searching specifically, not so much. Conversations are good. I think maybe Eloise joins in with uh, Rainer and Leroy on their music. Oh. oh, cool! I guess I guess I should. We should probably ask: Are the classes continuing in these next three sessions? Next, three that's days? up to Leroy. 
if he if he wants to oh, continue. Boy. Oh boy, now it's back on me. The turntables have <laughs> No, Leroy, he's he's not he doesn't want to learn any more music right now. He wants to spend okay. the next three days playing with Chubb. Mm. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. I I do have an idea of what I wanna do. Um I, so he's like fucking ditched Eloise. Yeah, yeah. She's I think like, she okay. shows up like, "Hey guys, we're still playing music." Oh no, nah, man. That's <laughs> no, we're done. That's old uh, news. I I got tired of that. I'm gonna <laughs> just play fetch for three days. <laughs> Eloise just walking by, like slightly behind the group. <laughs> that's true because she learned. She knows the was flute. That, yeah. Was that all by myself? So she wanted to yes. learn. So she. So does she just play her flute then for yeah. the day? She works on that. Yeah. Okay. Roll music. Uh, that is a... We haven't had Eloise play much music. No. Back, back in, uh, in Costa Rica, there were a couple songs where I, where I needed to put, like, this is the song where there's ocarina, flute, and drums. And for ocarina and flute, it was just, like, the same flute, and one of them was a little higher, and I was, I arbitrarily was like, that one's the flute, and this one's the <laughs> ocarina. Uh, I think that 12 accurately kind of represents her skill level. She's competent, she can play it, but it's not anything special. Yeah, it's and not, like, world-changing. I think I think shattering. she's always kind of, like, seen her flute playing as, like, not her... This is kind of the vibe I was getting, but, like, not her passion. Yeah. Really? She, like, she, like, knows... Like, maybe she was, like, she was taught flute because her parents wanted everyone to learn an instrument kind of thing. Mm. And so she knows it, but she's not like, man, I love music. I mean, I'm kind of imposing that on your character, but that's not the vibe I got. Yeah, I think Eloise doesn't never like super had a big idea of what she wanted to do, and so like this kind of like the flute playing thing was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'll do it. It's what I'm doing right now. So mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, I with, did not know that. Yeah. So with a twelve, I'm not going to say your skill increases on any of that. Um, wasn't good enough. Sorry. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Unless Rainer helps and teaches you music, but it sounds like he's doing something else. Yeah, it sounds like Rainer's too good to help Eloise with her flute playing. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> I kind of want to give uh, Grog, Leroy, and Eloise a more play-by-play in-depth story of, like, everything that happened at the beginning of, like, with the mine and everything. Mm-hmm. The two of them, because they weren't there, and Leroy, because he can't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. And I just, I just kind of like the idea of taking some time to tell that story we got time yeah okay um well, i'm not i don't think i'll make you roll on that because yeah you just you tell the story mm-hmm. uh so now they are fully up to date on basically all of those adventures and i am gonna have leroy roll um, because as you're telling this story his the memory thing uh, what was the acronym i gave it crap uh the l m i l m i that does sound right yeah it was I the lost memory indicator indicator maybe yep yeah, so that little band on the half of Leroy's head that's that's shaved. Yeah. Um. So that goes off qu- quite often during the story. <laughs> Weird. Because he remembers a lot of it. So I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna roll it three times just to see since it happens. A f- you know, it was throughout the story. All right. Let's see if you can just. Oh, why do you have negative on this? Damn it. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a big no. Um, the total on that roll was a one, but not a net one. No. Okay, we got a nat 20. All right. Okay. okay. Whoa. All right, shit. so I think the part that Leroy is going to remember is when you get to the part of the story about Bazal Ghul, the demon, and the wow, LMI okay. goes off, 
and he tries to remember, and this hasn't worked yet, right? Yeah. The LMI has not been successful in restoring a memory. Just Let's just go into the scene. So yeah, you descri- yeah. Act as if you were telling the story. The, it was... Yeah, what part of the story are we coming yep, into, like yep. media res? So, Leroy, it was so crazy. You figured out one of these riddles, like, before uh-huh. any of us could even think of it. It was, it was awesome. It was like we each figured out one of them. Okay, Katrina what was next? there. What happens uh, next? Yeah, we made it through the door finally, and we end up in this giant cavern. And yeah. over, like, over in the distance, we can see this... Wooly bully. That's, that's exactly right. I could... And then... Oh my god, Leroy! And Leroy's just like... He, like, stops, and he's like... Puts his hands <laughs> on his head, and he's like... I can see it. <gasps> wow, dude! The big... The big wooly bully! <laughs> he's purple! <laughs> and there's the 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 floaty cages, yeah, and the floaty orbs, maybe yes. There were some floaty. Orbs. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is Nathan telling you there were floaty orbs. There were floaty. <laughs> no, that was the previous room with the riddles. Well, there were a lot of. There were more. There were more floaty orbs. orbs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think Grog is also kind of impressed. Like, Leroy, did you remember that? Yeah, that's I so think, cool. I think I did. Guys, it worked! Oh my goodness! Okay, bro, this is awesome. Who's, I actually who's... forgot that this could even had the capability of Me working. Too, I forgot that too. <laughs> who's Wooly Bully? Act, that's actually that's all I remember. Rainer is yeah, no, it's, it's just a picture of it. But... No, it's all good. Um, so what happens next? So, <laughs> so then you continue to tell the story. <laughs> and so he yeah. just remembered that one image and like throughout maybe he would remember a couple of things that Basil Ghoul said yeah uh, but it was I mean I, I'm gonna roll the net 20 so I guess he rolls he remembers that scene with you guys talking to him but that's <laughs> it um this kind of a, a fun moment oh and he definitely remembers Jonathan doing the badass thing where he hit one of the chains and like remade an entire chain with the reverse of thing. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> John was like, hell yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. This episode, uh, aka recap of season one. <laughs> that's, that's the reason I Part was hesitant two. about it, because I don't know if it makes for good podcasting to just like, I well, remember that time. Well, we made it good. Okay. All right, yeah. so that's right. what Rainer does uh, yeah. during that time period. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna roll for Leroy to hang out with Chubb, uh, because that's important. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. Come, oh no! Uh oh! How do you, how do you fuck up hanging out with a, with a cute dog? When you roll a one. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I'm saying how, like what? Chub gets eaten. No! Don't joke about that. Chub gets eaten by a land slug. I will quit mm. this podcast. Mm. You can't quit. What's a land slug? You're fired. <laughs> um, we're gonna come back to that. Uh, I want to hear what Jonathan okay. has to do. We're walking at a normal pace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan talks with Grog about the map and their route that they're taking to the Oasis. Okay. He has an internal compass kind of guiding them to where they're going. And Grog has a general idea of like physically on the map where they've gone. So Jonathan and Grog are trying to work out a more concise or clear scope of like how long this journey is going to take. And also, are they going in a straight line? Mm. For the most part, like you're just going west. But it isn't, like, true straight. Like, you have, not, like, zigzag, like, boop, 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 boop. But you've, like, detoured a little bit and then recorrected yourselves almost as if you had, like, to go around something or as if this was, like... That was going to be my next question. If Neener Neener's instructions 
have us like avoiding something bad or something like that. Right. Yeah. That so it's very interesting. It's pretty straight line. You're not going like true north and then true south all of a sudden, but you will like slowly move a little more south and then you go a little more north again um, over the span of a couple of days. Can you imagine how scary that would be though? If we're just going along the normal direction and then all of a sudden Jonathan is just like, uh, uh, we need to go around. And we're like, around what? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Because literally, he just, he just turned fuck, he just pivot left. Like, that's what, what he would do. He would just be like walking and like, hey, nope. and he would just start walking and he's like, this, this, this is the one. This yes, <laughs> Yes. Or like he stops for a second he's like, everybody wait, shut up. And then he does the, the finger like, and like puts it up in the air. And there's like no wind and he's just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what, it's this way. I, <laughs> I think it does happen every now and then. Yeah, there'll be like a moment where he's like, he'll be walking straight and then he goes, uh, yeah. And he's like shifts like a couple degrees and he's like, that's it. That's the one. That's it. Mm, I'm feeling it. It's <laughs> good. Um, yeah, so I think the two of you are able to kind of figure out, because you do know the oasis is in the center of the desert. So you can look at the map and go, all right, well, the center's like... So maybe Grog has like mathematically... Yeah. Like worked out where the center of the desert yeah. is. Cool. So he's like, all right, so we're about mm, two-fifths of the way there, roughly, so that's pretty nice. And I, I, think, I think Jonathan's looking at the progress that they've made so far, and his first instinct is to say, like, well, we know where we're going, and we got a map. Why don't we just head straight there? But then he sees those parts of the map where they've deviated and these big open sections where their path hasn't crossed, and he thinks maybe they are intentionally missing hardship like maybe Ooh. maybe yeah because you navigators... haven't you haven't faced anything ridiculous yet right so maybe need to care of those guidance. crates like yeah. nobody's business maybe this like this this internal compass that neener neener gave him is actually helping them to avoid the, the harshest parts of the desert mm-hmm. so he decides not to share that that thought of like let's just head straight <laughs> let's just head straight to the oasis right yeah i like that that's cool the reward for that will be the next day of travel, you will get an extra, for the next set of days, you'll get an extra 10 miles. Yes. Cool. Um, for, for navigating. Okay. Find a cleaner route, even though you're not like cheating. You're just like, you know where you are now. Yeah. Cool. I like that. So that's cool. Okay. That's fun. That's new. So moving on to some other unresolved things. Grorg, he, other than working with Jonathan on, on the map stuff, I think he's spends time really getting to know the true blue some more okay um, doing more time analyzing that and i think he he's going to try to make the honestly ajax coin blue as we've talked about nice. yes oh i um, forgot they have the coin so he yes. i forget who who had it last i don't remember but he asked, i don't remember either but we've been walking for a while he could just ask he asked it, it mm. so he's gonna, gonna roll decks to pour the true blue on it Ooh, all right that was a good roll so he succeeds in turning the, the coin blue um, so now he has that. I'm just going to write it down in the actual inventory. Blue's Ajax coin. All right. And I'm going to just roll ratiocination on the true blue. Okay. He, he comes up to Jonathan. All right. So obviously we're going to sim. And yes. we're going to get more true blue, ideally. But what I realized is we need something to put the true blue in. Uh, we already have something to put the true blue in. Is this vial? <laughs> But it's this beaker, this this container that it's in already. But we're gonna need a bigger one or more of them. You know what I'm saying? I see. So, <laughs> well, no. Do, do you know any like anti-permanent color magic 
like no fortification spells. No, I didn't. Uh, we didn't ask about that when mm. we were, and and maybe that's not important. You know, maybe the thing it's in is just blue. You know, yeah, yeah. So that probably won't be the worst case scenario. Does that like use up the true blue though? Probably like one drop of it. Yeah, but, but that that might be yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, if y'all are looking for anti, what'd you call it? Anti-permutation magic or something? We're making shit up, yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a person we could ask about that. Oh. You don't think? Maybe, he has a lot of stuff. Alright, we'll have to use our action on another day's travel to summon him <laughs> about that. It's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late, we gotta go to bed. I'm, I'm yeah. real tired, I'm gonna go to bed, guys. I'm, I'm popping up my lean tool right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this... Just gonna do it. You know, it helps if you camp next to the sand dune, actually, because it keeps the wind off of you. I didn't know that. There's a little Jonathan wisdom. I yeah. wandered too far away from the group the other day. The other night, got real close to a sand dune. It was very nice. <laughs> I <laughs> accidentally <laughs> learned that. <laughs> Eloise is like, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm coming with you. I'm over uh-huh. there, away from the wind. <laughs> Leroy joins the group that night, and he goes, hey, guys. As everyone's, like, setting up their lean tos that night. Uh-huh. Um... This is all cool. This is fun. Uh, has anyone seen Chubb? Uh, what? You, yeah, you, the, the rock, it's in your bag. Like, uh, what? Why would I name a rock uh, Chubb? shit. No, um, oh, the dog, the, oh. Because there's Trouble, and he points to Trouble, who's playing in the sand. And there's PB, sitting on, on Rainer's shoulder. And I was playing fetch with Chubb earlier. Like how earlier? Like, like an hour ago. Okay. And I don't know where you went. Nathan, you can't play with my emotions like this. Consider your emotions played, fool. My dog. The problem with this format of storytelling is that me, myself, Jamie, I am just sitting here, everything's going great, and suddenly the information is given to me that Rainer hasn't seen Chubb in a while. And that that just hits me in my mind, and I have to adapt and... and I have to live with that, even though it makes me very worried. So um, now I'm trying to, like, get into the headspace of, like, oh, shit, I haven't seen Chubb in a while. Uh, John- you guys help me find my dog? Jonathan turns to the group and goes, anybody got, like, binoculars or, like, a telescope? Why does nobody ever have a telescope? I don't understand. Nobody? Did we, anybody? Did we have a telescope at one point? It was a bioscope. Did we have a regular telescope, I though? don't think we had a regular we telescope. We probably didn't. Okay. It's not, uh, it's not in my inventory list. I got that. I can I'm, tell you that. I'm, I'm realizing go... that we maybe didn't get everything we needed. Oh, no. Well, I mean, like, when you're going into the desert, telescope doesn't immediately jump to mind. If no, only no, there was a way for us to go back and get the telescope. If only there was someone. I know exactly who you're thinking of. PB, fly up and look around for Chubb. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Alright, roll for Camargo. Going back to the tried and true. Yeah. You know what? PB looking for people. This was this was never intended for how the bat was going to be used, but that's how it is. Oh, no. Jamie, every time you roll a dice, you, like, have an expletive, and I don't know. It's never... Like, that doesn't mean anything to is me. Is it good or bad? I was stalling for time while I added up numbers. God. No, but but it, is it, it like, always, a good or a bad it shit? It was bad. Oh, I rolled no. Okay. It's a seven. A seven total. Oh, that's okay. not bad. It's bad. pretty bad. It's not, See, Jamie, like... <laughs> but, like, you said this, it was the same, like, it was the same delivery the last time it was really good, and so every yeah. time we're on pins and needles, like, oh... Uh, that's just that what my brain does, I guess. No, that's fine. I just... Alright, PB, PB flies out, comes back, didn't find Chubb. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, no. 
If only okay, um, I could go back to that caravan and buy a telescope. If only there was some way. Oh my god, okay. Eloise, Eloise, Eloise like leans over and goes, Rainer, you can you should call Zajax. This is like a good time for that, I think. Yes, thank you. I got that. It's <laughs> play the summoning song. Roll and and your goal is to summon a Zajax, Fuck correct? Me. Yeah. That was Nat 20. Ooh. From the heavens. <laughs> Ooh. From the heavens. And Jonathan feels a little wobbly. But... <laughs> no, he doesn't feel anything. And reappears one foot to the left. <laughs> No, Jonathan that, doesn't feel anything because, that's that's because it was because he breakfast. <laughs> oh, From dear. the heavens, um, <laughs> Come on. two spectral horses ride down with only two carts of a caravan. Oh, oh no. no! Not three. Because yeah. uh, remember, he got rid of yeah. the last one. He chose to get he rid of it. it. He, <laughs> he, he he rolls up. He had it aggressively diplomacyed away from him and. <laughs> He says, well, hello, hello, fellow travelers. I see that. Oh, you're in the desert, too. Yep. Yep. Are you following me? Wait. No, wait, I don't think so. Wait, too. What? Well, yeah, we, we knew he was going into the desert, didn't we? Maybe. I am also in the desert. The well, Gratin Desert. Beautiful place. I'm so glad to be back here. Just kidding. I'm honest. I hate it. We, we Is don't... there water where you are? What do you, like, a lot? No, I mean, like, well, I don't know. Like drinking water. Do you have a telescope? That's my yeah. question. <laughs> like binoculars. Do I have a telescope? Of course I do. What kind would you like? I've got telescopes. They're just normal and help you see with your eyes. But I've also got those special selection of bioscopes, geoscopes. I don't need a bioscope. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's think about this. In your expert opinion, what would be the most helpful item to locate a creature in the desert? What kind of creature are you looking for? Something to eat? Something no, to talk to? No, one specifically. Something to kill? Like, we lost it, and we're trying to find I'm it. I'm trying to find my dog chub! We're trying to find his dog chub. We're trying uh, to find his dog chub. Yep. Ah! Well, if you're looking for a dog, uh-huh. and it seems like you're trapped in the fog, then I've got just the thing for you. He pops behind his caravan. What fog? I, I don't... I think it's a metaphor. It was For it was what? a rhyming thing, but he's never done that before, so I'm a little thrown. That I, I wasn't expecting the 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 rhyming introductions, but he pops back, back up and he holds like dry shampoo. He pops back up and he holds up a slide whistle and he goes, "This ride here is the finest quality slide whistle you've ever seen, but." It's more than that. One little toot of this whistle, and it will help you find your loved pet instantly. You see, it was able to hone into the affection that the user uh, breathes out through their lungs. And whatever it is that is their sacred, special animal companion will hear it and will come a-running as long as they are within at least a 20 miles. Oh, my goodness. 20 radius miles. Jonathan slams his fist down on the cart, like the counter on the cart. He goes, you know damn well that's not a telescope. I can't see shit out of a fucking whistle. You know that I can't look through that. You know this. I'm pretty sure it was re-asked me of what would be the best item. Okay, no, no, but if you want a telescope, no, 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 he just holds no, 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 up on. just a nope. plain-ass telescope. I have that, too. Do you have, like, a super, like, a look a look really far one? He holds up a longer one. I would, I would argue that's what a telescope I is. I call this the extra longoscope. I like it. You want it? I do. All right, give me some gold pieces and we'll make a deal. 
I don't know how much gold I have. Oh I'm gonna be honest. It's very ambiguous. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Just because I know Rainer's rich, Eloise is rich, Grog and Jonathan are so rich. So much gold. I have. Unless you're buying like a fucking house, <laughs> I'm not gonna. We're just. You get it. Okay, cool. It's, you have now, it now. Awesome. Now, honest as Ajax, I need to. I want to ask about this whistle. Is this one of those things where like. I eagerly buy it and don't even think about it. And then we try it out and we find out that it also attracts like wildlife and like desert <laughs> creatures that follow us and attack us. This is Ajax is, is smiling. It's a big grin. He says, with every single device, it comes and it, I only sell good goods. That's why we call goods. Okay. I don't sell, I don't sell bad goods because then we call bats. I don't right. sell those. <laughs> Not here. Not me. No, no, sir. This will do exactly as I said so and more. That more includes more. the look, more is what I'm afraid of. And more, he pulls out one of. You've seen him do this before. A yep. scroll. All the fine print is listed in, on here for your perusal if you were to purchase it. Some highlights include: look good on your person. It's stylish. It's fashionable. It's in. Other features include: make women think slide whistles are cool again. Oh, below that, make men think slide whistles are cool. I'm not sexist. Everyone <laughs> likes slide whistles now. It's just a general term. <laughs> A lot of fine details got everyone, included. Everyone doesn't like slide whistles, but they could. But they will after you play it. <laughs> will. And one other fine detail on here might attract a creature you weren't intending. And he just like snaps back the fucking like terms and agreements into his hand. <laughs> like Eloise is getting really close to like reading it and it's just like snap. But that's uh, I guess part of the game. This is probably the part where I should have said that really fast and had pictures of people being really happy move in front <laughs> for the commercial. Jonathan's looking back the way they came through the really longest scope and he goes, oh my gosh, guys, I see the sand dune we were at last night. That's just, <laughs> this is amazing. That is impressive. This is amazing. <sighs> well, it's all yours for a low, low price of, I don't know, what do you, what do you got? Best salesman. I've lost a little bit of my charm since being whooped. No, we're not even at the arguing over prices stage yet. Like, Leroy, how how do you feel about this? Like, I mean, we can buy it, use it, and if it sucks, give it back to him. I need my dog. Right, but I'm saying, like, I want to reiterate that it might attract wild creatures and hurt us. I want to reiterate, I want to find my dog. Okay. This is your call, so if you're saying go for it, let's go for it. I can do... I can give you 50 gold pieces. Holy shit! I, I think Jonathan, like, like puts the telescope down for a second. Uh, and he comes over to Rainer and he goes, Rainer, that's, um... That's, that's a lot of money. You guys are... You guys are telling me that I need to be better about bartering and just, like, go for it? And sometimes I don't remember how much money is, like, a good amount okay, for things. Okay, a, a gold and piece I, is worth $20. And Jonathan responds, so that is equivocal of $100. Jonathan responds, that's a lot of no, money. No, it's $1,000. $1,000, thank you. That's that's a lot of gold for a whistle, Rainer. I don't care what it attracts, I, unless it's more gold. I feel like I'm supposed to be confident and, like, make the first move for bartering, and I've been trying to no, be better about it. No, deal, that. sold, like, let's, let's go, let's do it, yes! My, my, I'm, my, I'm... My client and I are discussing, and he he's got like his arm around him, like the, their backs are to his Ajax, and he's like, "Rainy, you can't do this." I'm I swear, I am trying so I, hard in good to be better at this. I can't, I can't so, let but, you do but this. Like now, now I've offered fifty, so like, how am I going to go down though? Uh, Gore goes like this. Just kidding. We meant five. All right, that's still good. All right, I can revive. Deal. All right, here you go. Here's your whistle. Can I go home now? Uh, and by home, I mean. I'm I'm in the desert. Maybe we'll bump into each other and for real. So wait, hold on. You got a map, right? Well, I've got two. Yeah. Well, let's compare maps. Where are you at? 
I mean, we we bought our map from him, so it might be the same map. No, yeah, exactly. But like, and I th- he like grabs the map out of like one of Grog's pouches or whatever, mm-hmm. and he like holds it up where they've been plotting their course and like shows where they are right now. He's like, so we're we're right here. Where are you at? Oh, cool. I like All right, that cool. Idea. Nice. Yeah. So like, where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, Nathan? God, I no, we should totally hang out sometime. Yes. Oh, what? we should. Oh, we gotta hang out sometime. For real. Oh, I gotta go. I think Eloise is like, I'm starting to kind of, like, get Bartuk's thing. Like, I get... I, get. <laughs> I am being honest. <laughs> oh, I have to go. Okay. There's a sandstorm where I'm at. Very oh. bad. So, oh, so, so you would rather go back to that than just... I just have to focus on it because my spirit has been ripped from my physical form. Oh, I forgot that's how that works. I want yes. I want to reiterate that this was your idea. <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> All right, I give the spectral horses a, a, a slap on the shoulder. Yes. I just don't know how weird this is. <laughs> I don't know if he actually likes us or not. Like, I'm still unsure about that. I think Eloise is like, I really, I don't care. Am I the only one that doesn't care? <laughs> right, well, maybe we should uh, try to sing out. Give me the whistle. Give me the whistle. Yeah, I give it to him. All right, he's going to roll. I'm hesitant, plus, but plus it's, music now. it's his deal. I guess. Oh, he's rolling music. Uh, he didn't do a good roll. He's gonna try again. He's gonna try again. <laughs> this is devastating. Nathan, I I don't uh, know. I'm gonna try it again. Nathan, I don't know if this is um. I think okay. Eloise like grabs the whistle from Leroy's hand. I can't. I can't take this as a resident wind instrument expert. I can't <laughs> yeah, take this fair. anymore. I can't do it. And she tries for the. She tries the whistle. Wait, but it won't work for you because you have to have the love inside of you. When you when you blow the whistle, I mean that's what his Ajax said. You know what? I'm gonna read the fine print. <laughs> oh, he didn't give you the roll when you le- when no, he, he left. he definitely took it. He, sa- he oh, said he that left, comes with it left, when you buy it. He left before he gave it to you. Oh no, Nathan! I didn't know that was not a. I didn't know I had to literally oh, say, no. "Oh, and I also take the roll." He left without it. Mm. <laughs> I think maybe Eloise, like, goes to blow it, and then Leroy is like, no, it won't work, because it's not your dog. And she right. goes, hmm, okay, let's try this. Don't blow so hard. And when you're working the slide, do it slowly. Don't just, like, wiggle it around. Okay. All right, one more try. I'll have advantage now. Also, you know what a slide whistle sounds like, right? Okay, so you're aware that this is going to be the goofiest pet search in history. <laughs> Please, Jamie, add this in later. All right, he rolled a much better number. I'll do my Good. best. <laughs> uh, so he and he actually actually sounds right. And you wait for a minute, and then you hear something running through the sand. And he goes, "Could it be? Could it be that it worked?" And he sees Chub running through the sands, okay. uh, right. holding something in his mouth. And this is the D twenty roll that we did earlier. I'm resolving that. Oh, oh shit! Goes, oh, okay. Chub. You found something. Maybe before he gets to us, you should look through the the longoscope. <laughs> oh, like towards him? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, I, I, yeah, I suppose Jonathan like looks. Jonathan's like climbing to the the highest place he can find. Like if they're near a sand dune, mm-hmm. he's like going on all fours, like up the sand dune. I'm imagining the longoscope looks like an astrological telescope. Yeah, not like like like. Please a write telescope. down in your inventory the longoscope. Yes, <laughs> of um, course. Did you write down this, the pet slide whistle? 
No, I figured that was Leroy's item. Okay, he'll write it down. Okay. Um, but I'm imagining like like those telescopes that you can buy to have in your room to look at like the stars yeah. and planets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like kind of big, and then it has that like tactical scope, the viewfinder on the, yeah, off the side of it. Yeah, that's cool. So he's looking through that in the direction of Chubb. And he's running, and he's holding something in, in his mouth as he's running closer, and it is some kind of weapon. It seems. What? Okay. Some that he that he found out in the desert. Is it a sharp weapon or a boom weapon? Well, in order to determine what kind of weapon it is, we're gonna need to roll Ooh. on the magic <laughs> weapon table. The oh my god, I forgot about chart. this table. Oh, dude. Um, so we're gonna need to roll some some dice in order to determine what that that uh, Weird. weapon is. Um, dice. But you guys, you don't see a lot of magical weapons or magic items. I guess you have a lot in your hand. Yeah, um, but I there got is a few. there is one person who has seen many magic items lately, um, and has been dealing with a lot of randomness and chance. Let's Leroy? check in on Conquest. Oh, <laughs> ooh! We return to Conquest as he is. In the Usra dungeon. He's got his tattered green hat. It's even dirtier now than it was before. Um, and it's and it's full of objects again. Yes, and he's dragging it around. And he's dragging it around. He, one of his fingers is still in a splint from when he broke it last time oh, we were with yeah. him. Um, and he's just dragging this, this hat. And it seems to be glowing and like sparkling and like whatever's inside of it seems to be super magical of some kind. Uh, otherwise, the rest of his his robe is just ripped and torn near the bottom. I'm sure there's some sc- scorch marks on places, just dirt everywhere. But he doesn't seem to mind as he's dragging it through this this hall and gets back to his little fort, his little main base of operations, where his pile of things <laughs> has grown. And before it was just a bunch of odds and ends, but now it seems like an actual like treasure trove. There are glowing orbs. There are more rings than before, goblets, amulets, all kinds of like generic magic items of, of increasing value and, and just gems are all in this little pile. Um, some of them sparkling, some of them whispering, uh, some of them glowing. Conquest uh, gets there and, and pulls out the newest item from his hat uh, and, and throws it into, into the pile. Uh, yeah, he takes out a very, very large quill pen. Like he he holds the entire he holds the entire like just above the nib where you normally hold it in your fingers he holds it in the palm of his hand he's like holding the whole ass quill pen like the feather is probably uh, like bigger than he is uh, Jamie and he like rolled... spears it into the pile <laughs> Jamie roll a d twenty uh six six sorry six six if you guys are wondering what number I rolled it was a six was it a six. <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. You are edging even closer to our truest goal. I know. Of having chaos descend I'm, I'm upon the entire world. I'm doing it. And now, I must send you to your next floor. Go. You're coming with me. I don't... <laughs> Head back to the stairs and descend even lower. Is there like an elevator or like a, like a magical elevator or like... Can I... Don't be ridiculous, Conquest! Can I teleport? 
Can I teleport? I didn't. Who's ever heard of a magic elevator? <laughs> I teleported once. I could teleport again. I could do it. I'm not in the mood for these games, my minion, my servant. He's always in the mood for games, though. <laughs> you just had me roll a dice to figure out his personality. Congress, we must get more power. Why? I need more power. All the power that has been stored in this dungeon. Well, apparently none of the food. <laughs> Roll another d20, Jake. <laughs> That's a seven. Still more power! <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. The animal. Can we do like a power nap? Or like hey. a power power bar? Conquer. The hand re- reaches out power. from the magic ring and like grabs you by what remains of your robe and lifts you up, which is like... A physics paradox. This <laughs> is like, this doesn't make sense. Look at me, Conquest. Where? The, the ring. I just look at the ring's direction. Okay. <laughs> I need animal power magic. And we need all of it. Each of these artifacts have been somehow infused by those ancient Usra fuckers. Maybe it's the soul of some warlock. Maybe it's just a good-ass spell. But all these things have lots of anima. We gotta get all of it. Even, like, the, the measuring cups? You have no idea how much the ancient Agarifian measuring cups power hold. From them, all sources of measuring come from. Ever heard of an apple sack? They come from this. I think he's, like, turning over this these measuring cups in his hand. Like, okay, I mean, I... Ever heard of a, a barrel cup? These are the true barrel cups. Okay, so, I mean, now what? And he's, like, standing at the stairs, and it goes, like, way up and way down. Like, he can see up through the middle, it's just stairs. <laughs> down, it's just stairs all the way down. <laughs> I rolled another d20, um, and I rolled a 17. You know, in my opinion, I don't really care which direction you climb on the stair. Whether it's up or whether it's down, whether we travel the desert or go through the town, but if we were to go somewhere new, if we wanted to have something happen, uh, if we wanted to go do uh, an adventure, a quest, uh, and explore a new room, I think that downward would have the least amount of doom. Okay, so down... And Quest starts like hop skipping and jumping down the steps to the next floor. Yeah, he just hops he's like gone up and down these stairs many times and he yeah. and he goes down past some floors. I think he's like probably marked off the floors that he's like passed. Yeah, and, little like X's and yep. question marks. And he goes past one and he sees some dead goblin bodies, you know, he killed those, check past this, and he goes past one and well, he remembers this is the one that had the maze on it, the labyrinth, and that one was annoying. And he goes past a couple more, and oh, he goes past the floor that was just a big open room, and he thought there were booby traps in it, and there weren't, and it was it was just a mind game. Um, and he keeps going down, and Conquest is is just reliving all all these memories, and he realizes he's done he's done a lot. He's like checked off like a, at least fifty of these. As he's going down. And the stairs aren't just like a corridor. Like, oh, it's just an easy staircase. Like, you have to go through some rooms to get to the next staircase. Or there's like a crumbled passageway they have to slip through to find the next one. So it's not just like going down the stairs. Right. It's just like retracing your path. 
51, 52, 53, 54. I think we should stop at this floor. <laughs> and uh, Conquest walks through this archway leading into the room. And inside the room, it's a rather small room. But in the middle of the room, there is like a grill. So there's like an open flame George with a metal... <laughs> Sure. Like a metal grate over the top of it, and then a chimney taking the smoke up and out of that room. And sitting next to it is a table with a bowl of eggs, some cheese, <laughs> a spatula, and a pan. Biscuits. Jamie, roll a d20. You know what? I would love to. <laughs> 14. Oh, is this your stupid omelet floor? Your dumb fucking omelet floor? You go to here? I don't go know. go to this one again? I don't know how it keeps moving. <laughs> listen, listen here. Listen here. Listen I, here. The last time I came to this floor, this was not the omelet Cockwiz. floor. Cockwiz. It's definitely... I look away! It's definitely moving. For two seconds! It's moving. And you move the omelet floor. Why would I move a whole floor? <laughs> you hear... Lady Cartham from the dagger go, Conquest, I remember specifically watching you drag that grill down here when you left the ring in the other room so that Mirjik wouldn't see it. It is really hard to find more than one room with a chimney to use. It gets real smoky. You don't use it. Why is making omelets resulting in smoke? Because of Conquest. the fire. You have made omelets in almost every room. You made an omelet by roasting the dead carcass of the monster you slayed. You made omelets by burning an entire... I think it was a painting that you burned and torched. Thankfully, that wasn't a magic item that we were looking for. Was it? No, that was just, that was fun. <laughs> that, I was in on that one. That, my bad. that was part of that one. Even though omelets are stupid, you're stupid. I feel like I have... Less understanding of what an omelet is than I used to. <laughs> Check roll another d20. <laughs> Ten. But fine, you know, whatever you want. It's fine. I think Quis, Quis goes over, cracks an egg into the pan, and starts to kind of, like, stir it with the spatula. And, uh... He's got a whole spatula now! What? He's got, like, a, an actual spatula now? I said it was, I, on, I I said said it was yeah. on the table with the cheese and eggs. Okay. Yeah. So, so what you're telling me is, throughout your time here, you've either A, found, or B, asked Mirjik to give you all the proper cooking utensils to make omelets? Just one. Just a spatula. Are okay. you telling me that that seems off-brand? Because no. it doesn't. <laughs> I'm a bit... Now, you know what? Now I'm picturing there's a cheese grater, <laughs> fresh fresh parm. Yes. We've got ripe tomatoes. Yes. Like, there's an actual tomato plant growing here. <laughs> there's always an... And there's there's a an egg that we don't know where it came from, but it's always, always fresh and chilled. Yes. Um, I think Conquest, while he's like doing it up while he's cooking some stuff he kind of looks around and he's thinking out loud but he goes how much more is there how much more dungeon is there how many more things is there before we do the thing are you asking for advice or just talking out loud again oh my god you could hear me (laughs) conquest it's been the four of us down here for the seemingly ages. Four of us. You always forget about the mist walker I'm trapped with. 
inside your dagger. Well, he doesn't talk, so... No, I suppose I'm the only one that remembers him. So, Mirjik, what... I mean, we're like, we're close, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what... Like, what's left? Oh, you're insufferable. You know what? I know what we do. Conquest walks out of the room. Omelette burning in the pan behind him. I'm imagining not like a spiral staircase, but like like a rectangular staircase down like a shaft with doors on like all the sides. Yeah, that that there's like a couple of those. They, it doesn't go all the way top. Like I said, you have to right. like wind right, right. your way through a couple. But you've made a couple shortcuts yeah. to help your way through this this dungeon. So conquest jumps just to get down. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. okay. I'm gonna roll from your um, right now. Okay, he's still just like. And uh, he uses magic. <laughs> Is he using? Like his uh, chaos magic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, he's using he's using chaos magic. Okay, um, just to oh see god. where it takes him. All right, roll. Oh god, one. Just roll plus magic to see if it wor- how effective it is. Now, am I adding plus magic and then plus magic? Yes. Okay, so that's twenty one. Yeah. Sorry, these twenty twenty three. Yeah, these usually work. Now roll for the Ooh. element. Ink. Ink. Wow. How are, you, how are you rolling for the element? Do you have a table? Yeah, I, I made it with a little table. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you are falling, and this is a, there's a lot more floors than you would kind of thought. You feel like you should have stopped, but you realize there's a couple floors that you pass that have like crumbled away, Ooh. Just thus making it an even deeper one. And you fall through one of those, and now there's no stairs around you. You're just kind of like falling through, just like free falling Gandalf just, style down. Just like a, a Gandalf style. And so it's just darkness, inky darkness all over you. I think probably... I, the mu- the magic still has to happen. No, you're, <laughs> no I was going to say like in this moment, because this is something that I've been trying to work out. I don't think Conquest feels fear. Mm. I don't think that that is an emotion that he feels as an agent of chaos things happen and that is how it should be right so this is not necessarily out of the ordinary this is literally just how right. things work yeah there's no order there, structure this yeah. is just go yeah uh, so as you're falling you, you spin your magic ring and, it, and it, you know you cast the magic and it seems almost like uh, bending the darkness around you to kind of like to create I don't want to say wings but like ropes or strands or swirling it's just like swirling around you you're like bending the actual shadows and it like it's turning into that he wouldn't recognize it but we would recognize it as like into the ink from the shadow gate mm. um, so he's like turning the darkness around him into that kind of ink as he falls and so then it's almost like he's riding down a river of the darkness as he's falling down and just kind of like swirling in as if it was like a, now it's a water slide he's, he's bent <laughs> the darkness into a river of a water slide as he's descending down and so now it's become like a fun thing and <laughs> he eventually just lands he like he splashes at the bottom yeah um into the it's not actual water it's just the shadows splash around him yeah I think and then like, the magic ends and, and now it's just normal darkness and now you're at the bottom of seemingly a very large cavern I think Conquest uh, holds up his hand that has the the dragon fire ring on it mm-hmm. and he snaps his fingers right to make like a flame appear um, to see what he can see okay and so you light it up and you see that you are indeed in a gigantic room with huge looming statues just towering above you of people 
each one with strange headdresses and holding different items and all of them just head to toe covered in in a writing you don't recognize and as you as you walk through them at first they're in silence but the more you walk you realize you're not the only thing down here you are hearing a very very slow inhale and an exhale and as you near the end you can start to hear it as like a rumbling throughout the entire ground with this breathing and Jamie rolled a 20 okay I Conquest um, is like please let it be a chimera please let it be a chimera <laughs> 19 hey Conquest yeah do you want to hear a joke oh god it doesn't really matter what I want <laughs> fine would you like a metaphor instead I just give it to me just hit okay. me alright so what do you get when you put a really ancient empire in charge of a desert and there's a giant monster in the desert and they don't like that and then they decide to lock it up at the bottommost floor of their ancient super dungeon and then and then you add us happening to show up in the most evil dark place of a dungeon where the giant monster lives and then, and then you also add the fact that we're here trying to get all the most powerful things in this dungeon. And I was maybe saving this part for later, but I like this better now because <laughs> fuck it. Let's just let's just skip right to it. What do you get? I, I, I feel like I should know the answer, and I don't, and I feel dumb. The answer is that you gotta go kill that thing. And then you turn, you see in front of you something maybe that's what we would say about the size of a car is some kind of paw with gigantic claws. Good luck on quiz. Hey Questies, it's me Nathan. I hope you had some happy holidays and I hope you enjoyed episode 18 of season 2. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed the traveling episodes. Uh, I th- we think they're kind of fun. It's a cool mechanic, but we want to know your feedback if you enjoy them too. Uh, because there's going to be a few more coming up and want to know um, your thoughts on them. Uh, just a quick update as far as the every other week thing. We know that you guys don't quite enjoy it. You miss the weekly schedule and we do too. But uh, it's still going to be going on for quite a while so you know buckle in and just get used to it for now Um, but we are actively doing our best to try to make sure that we can get back to a weekly schedule as soon as possible Uh, we just want to thank you all for your support for your memes for your feedback for those of you who have left reviews about merch on our website nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash nightsquest who bought music 
who have told your friends. We want to thank you all so much. Uh, it's stuff like that that just helps the show to grow and to thrive uh, because of your great feedback and support. Otherwise, no new news for you. Uh, that's really all we got. We'll keep you posted again. When when we're going back to regular schedule of every week, you will be the first to hear it, those of you who listen <laughs> at the end of the episodes. Um, but we have recorded a little bit ahead, and we've got we've got some good stuff. So probably some of my probably one of my favorite episodes will be coming up uh, this month. But our next episode will be out on January seventeenth. So be ready for that. Uh, and I hope you guys have an amazing twenty twenty. May your place in his story be long. I I will let him know later tonight. I know he's Facebook busy with group. tours though. So true. Yes. Whatever. Them coolie boys. My brother's like a really big deal. I'm basically famous, so it's like I, I don't. That's I'm basically. It's fine. Don't this worry about it. This is my favorite evolution of Jamie. I need Rainer to just be like that all season three. <laughs> you guys, I'm basically famous. I'm I, the hero. I don't know if I told you, I'm the hero, like, and I'm basically I'm famous. Why is your Why is your like famous diva voice also like gin drunk? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back. <laughs> I don't know, Jake. Maybe it's because I don't do voices ever. <laughs> it's hey, it's also a good voice. Drink. <laughs>